Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back to Meter and the Coach. 103.7 WEEI. Southern New England Sports Original. Sports Original. Back with Meter and the Coach. As we head towards 9 o'clock and our top of the hour and another jam-packed show. He's Tim Welsh. I'm Jami DePerel. And we got to get into the Red Sox. We waited this long. We have to because, first of all, there's really nothing to talk about, which i got to tell you is a huge disappointment. I was optimistic, I guess, to an extent coming into the offseason. And I know the offseason's still going on and there's still time and we're two months away from spring training, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? It's one big ball of disappointing. It has been uh, inactivity at its height, uh, full throttle my butt. Uh, it is, as, as Tom Warder said, they're going to be full throttle in the offseason, and that's amounted to what? Uh, a few pitchers, a few guys you've never heard of, uh, a bat, I guess, that might be okay, and Tyler O'Neill, maybe this year's version of Adam Duvall, if he stays healthy. I guess seems to be a good fielder. Okay. Decent. Not going to get all excited about Tyler Uh, O'Neill. I'd love to think that they're involved heavily with Yamamoto. doesn't look to be the case. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, by all accounts, could be a Cy Young Award winner in the majors soon. You got your Yankees, you got your Dodgers, you have the Mets and you have the Giants at the top four, the Red Sox, Phillies, Blue Jays, blah, blah, blah. I doubt the Red Sox will even be, uh, involved there when it comes uh, push comes to shove here in the next week when he's probably going to decide who to sign with uh, there's plenty of good bats available they need another right-handed stick they need two more starting pitchers Blake Snell's available Jordan Montgomery's available and there's nothing on the table for the Red Sox and what a huge disappointment and I know you're not shocked Tim well full throttle I mean it's I, I follow my baseball lead with you and it's been kind of like the Patriots, you know, just don't, you don't pay, you don't win in today's sports. You just, this is the way it is. It's just the way it is. And, you know, uh, for those of them, people that dreamed about Otani, I mean, that wasn't happening. And now with Yamamoto, I, I guess they, the rumors are out there that they dropped a dime on him and made an offer, but I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing it. I, I get my baseball knowledge from you most of the time, and you're not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Well, the fact that they were beat up by the Royals for a pitcher, when's the last time that ever happened 
for the Boston Red Sox. Seth Lugo, who's not exactly, uh, you know, a Cy Young winner, good pitcher. I don't know much about him. I think he, he would have helped the Red Sox. They were beat out. The Royals paid him $45 million. The Red Sox wouldn't pay him that much. It's not surprising. It's they've they built a new business model, and this is what you're going to get. This is what you're going to get. And if you don't like it, turn your head the other way. You know, don't buy Nesson Plus or whatever it's called, and don't go to the games and find other ways to enjoy yourself. But that's that's what I would say. You know, it's different. It's different in the NFL. Uh, you know, I heard somebody say this year. Well, Robert Kraft, or this week. Robert Kraft's got to be concerned that these 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 crowds aren't showing up in the eight dollar tickets. Well, he's still getting the money on the season tickets, yes. But what if these people don't want to renew? That's not happening. I mean, it's the NFL. Everybody renews. We we bought our tickets uh, after a seventeen year wait on the waiting list. Seventeen years. So I'm sure there's people that are going to step right in and buy them for whatever reason. It's just a matter of the look and also the in house revenue. You know, the, when people don't show up to the games, obviously it affects the bottom line of this, the food, the beverages, the parking, everything else that goes with it. The brand, um, your advertising uh, power that you have as far as going out there and saying, do you want to put, do you want to put your name on the, on the big screen for 50,000 a game or whatever the number is? I mean, that's, that, that's where it hurts the most. And that's where the Red Sox are going to feel it too. And, it just you just wonder at one point will they go the other way with it? And it sounds to me, it seems to me, from looking at from afar, that they've found a model that says we don't care. We don't. We're not going to do go down that road. We're not going. We don't care what the fans say. We don't care about winning. We care about running all of our companies, and this is the way we're going to run them. We're not going to overextend. And maybe one year we'll catch lightning in a bottle, and it'll all come to, it'll all come into play. And that's why they brought Breslow in here. That's why 15 guys didn't want to come here and be the president of baseball operations because they knew that it's a losing model. And eventually Breslow will pay the price. They'll blame him and they'll move on and find another Heim Bloom or, or Breslow. And that's why nobody wanted the job because they know that it's a dead end street. Yeah, it was reported this week 10 guys turned them down. 10. And that to me was uh, very telling and should be for anybody. Uh, a, a quote, Tiffany franchise back in the day is now uh, Walmart. And that's a big problem. And I just don't get it. I, I mean, if you're John Henry and if you're Tom Warner and every, any number of uh, minority owners that they have, what are you doing? It, it's it's a total collapse. You're, you're, you're trending on irrelevancy. Uh, you want to go 80 and 82, you want to go 82 and 80, you want to maybe, you know, have the illusion of contention as Dan Shaughnessy puts it, and he rips him again today in his column on the Boston Globe. Uh, and he takes the shots are, you know, pointed and with merit. If they don't get two pitchers, at least two solid certified starting pitchers and two right-handed bats, and maybe one more at least because they got O'Neill, I guess will address a need. One more right-handed bat and two starting pitchers. This is going to be a failure, a failure in the offseason. And the fact that Roberto Perez is, you know, an acquisition by the Red Sox, that would have been an afterthought. Now it's Roberto Perez signs with the Red Sox. He's a minor league free agent and a backup catcher. 
And, and oh, by the way, the guy that you used to have here is now your second baseman for the L.A. Dodgers, who could be at second for the Red Sox after they engineered the worst trade in baseball history. We don't need to talk about that with Mookie Betts, but he's playing second for the Dodgers now. A stacked L.A. Dodgers team. We might see Shohei Otani in left field this year. That that was floated yesterday. But it's just it, – it's it's it, the, the Red Sox and Patriots mirror each other in so many ways. Yeah, and did you see Jeter Downs was released? Yes. Uh, so I don't know. It's you know you you laughed at your partner here a week ago when I called him the Royals, but maybe I shouldn't give him that much credit. Maybe the Royals are even even above the uh, above the your team. Who knows? You know, if, if they're shelling out some money, that's more than what the Red Sox are doing. That's for sure. So I don't know. It's it. Really, they've they've really done a bad job of just. You know, it's another thing. Every year, it, they're going to lose more interest and more pop, especially with the Celtics now being who they are. Going to go deep into the spring. No one's going to care. No one's going to care. And, uh, no, it's 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 really a shame. And you know, I sound old, and I guess you know we all do. Oh, back you know ten years ago, it wasn't that long ago when they were. They were aggressive and they were you, you were excited about the offseason. And, you know, you knew that they're at least they're always in on everybody. But you knew at least that, that there was some validity to that, even though they always said they were in. You knew that with Larry Lucchino at the helm and Theo Epstein and all of Theo's lieutenants, you knew that they were making a concerted effort to bring in talent. And you got nothing. What do you have to look forward to? Zero. You got Really zero. I know you have some young talent. You're talking about Marcelo Meyer. I want. I, I'd like maybe we have an astute baseball fan out there at 401-777-1037. Tell me what you think the Red Sox offered to Seattle. They have two pitchers. One of them, Logan Gilbert, uh, who were available in the offseason. They got turned down. What did the Red Sox offer? Are they not offering prospects? Is, is, is that, uh, again, the game plan of Craig Breslow like it was for Heim Bloom? What are you offering Seattle to get a good pitcher? Prospects are made to be traded. It's no, okay just, to trade Tristan Casks. Well, just look at the Yankees, what they did to get Soto. They traded prospects and, and good young players that were even on their roster Correct. this year. Look, look at Michael King. I mean, they – thought the world of him they were trying to make us him a starter and i think he's going to be a good pitcher in the major he is good. it he is a good pitcher already but uh and they had to give him up you've got to give give up something to get something it's just simple and you look at brad stevens what he did and what he's doing year after year he's not afraid you know brad and brad even told me back in the uh in the fall when i was up at practice he said trades are hard but at the end of the day, you've got to squeeze it. You've got to go. You can't yeah. just – you can't get be stuck in neutral all the time. And and that's what Brad – I mean, give him all the credit in the world for what he's doing, you know, and how he's built this team with the new coaching staff, the new roster, you know, his confidence sticking with Joe when everybody was kind of taking shots to Joe last year in the playoffs, you know, standing behind him 100%, not dropping dimes – to uh, Gary Washburn that, uh, you know, Joe's in hot water. Joe's in hot water. No, none of that goes on with the Celtics. Zero. And uh, because they're a class organization, they're run by good people. That un they get it. They're smart. And they're fearless as well. And they don't care what people say. They have to just make a decision and they stay stick with it. 
Hey, if you're a De- De- Detroit Pistons, and if you're a fan of the Detroit Pistons, uh, maybe you call for your owner to offer Brad Stevens a blank check. Come run my franchise. Come dig us out of a morass, a 23-game losing streak. They're on the road to setting the NBA record for most consecutive losses. San Antonio snapped their string the other night. They lost 16 in a row. It's now 23 straight defeats for the Pistons. Wow. And how about they just gave Monty Williams $76 million to coach that team? Oh. I mean, I, can you find a way to get one? I mean, there's built-in wins all over the map in the NBA, back-to-backs, teams on the road, whatever's going on. You know, these guys don't show up some nights. You oh. got to just – just even the Spurs the other night got – you know, they had lost 17 in a row, and they found a way to beat the Lakers, you know, because uh, Anthony Davis wasn't playing, and, you know, that's it. You're going you're gonna to have those nights. Load management, you're playing teams that are load. I'm sure there's multiple games where teams they are taking games off against them, knowing we, we they're like a G League team, though. It's really – they're pathetic, and I don't know. The, the Pistons can't get out of their own way. It's been a long time coming. I, I thought they've drafted well. I, I don't know the insides and outs, uh, and nor do I care to dive into a t- team that's lost 23 in a row. But, uh, yeah, just, that's it's quite a number. It's unbelievable. I saw that on the ESPN bottom line last night. I'm like, they've lost 23 straight? Like, as you just said, that that's really hard to do in the NBA on a night when – Everybody has a bad night, including the Celtics, which we've seen many times. It just happens. I don't know if you saw last night, one of our favorite segments, Why You Were Sleeping. You ever heard of Keegan Murray? He made an NBA record, 11 straight three-pointers for the Sacramento Kings. Career high, 47 points. They beat Danny Ainge's Utah Jazz by 21. 12 shots. He had 12 threes, two shy of the league mark for most of the game, except by Clay Thompson in 2018. Keegan Murray, 11 straight threes, a record. Well, now that the uh, college football season is winding down and, you know, all we have to talk about is Bill Belichick's future, uh, it's time to get point, pointing towards the NBA as we get to the new year here in a couple of weeks because uh, your basketball team looks really good. And uh, just the only concern is Porzingis, you know, and keeping him healthy. He's been out a couple of different times this year already. You know, is he going to make it to the finish line? Uh, how they manage his minutes is going to be so important. But, you know, he, 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 they should be worried about him a little bit. I'm sure they are. And they knew the risk was there when they traded for him. He, he's a great fit. He's a really good player. He's exactly what they need. But being on the floor is so important. Yep, it is. And definitely something to watch here as we move in towards the second half of the season. We're going to take our final time out. Meeting the coach coming back with things that intrigued us on Sports Radio WEI 103.7. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 